Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hi friend, thank you for coming back and being here again. I wanted to let you know, that did you know I have a free resource for you it's called five powerful effective and simple ways to calm your overwhelmed mind and it's actionable things that you can do when you're feeling super overwhelmed triggered and you feel like overreacting with your family have you been there I've totally been there. So you are welcome to sign up for that. Uh, The link is in the show notes. There's a link that says emotionally healthy legacy slash freebies. If you go to that link, you can sign up and you get that free gift. Mama, let's get into this podcast episode. Hi friend, today I'm recording a reflection, monthly reflection of January. I was listening to another podcaster and she does this every month and I don't know, I found it interesting, so I don't know, we'll see if you like it or not and we'll go from there. So I'm just going to kind of reflect on my month of January, things that I've been loving, things I've been experiencing, um, fun things, hard things, just so you kind of get a little bit more insight, I guess, into my life. At least I like to do that with the people that I'm committed to and um, learn from. I just kind of like to know a little bit more about them behind the scenes. So I guess this is your chance um, to kind of get to know me a little bit more. So um, I'll be naming some things off and um, who knows, maybe you'll relate to something. So um, something that I've been loving this past month in January. So I have been listening to this devotional on um, on Apple or iTunes. It's, I'm sure it's on other podcast platforms. It's called A Year in the Bible by Daily Grace Podcast. And I really like it because it's like 10 minutes or less per day and it goes through like several chapters in chronological order of the Bible and you just kind of get like an overview and a little summary and I don't know, I really like it because like I get to listen to it in the morning when I wake up and make my coffee and as I'm getting kind of ready for the day, I really like to listen to it. So that is like a podcast thing that I've been loving Um, and then I've been working on doing regular core workouts and stretching because like, I don't know, I'm not a person that likes to uh, heavy workouts, not my thing, like never been into it. Um, my problem is like, I, I look kind of, you know, skinny, I guess, in the sense of like from 
all the other sides besides my stomach. My stomach is stretched out. It gets bloated whenever I eat anything and um, I wanted to work out and get my stomach toned. So I've been doing like um, core workouts, uh, YouTube videos, but my favorite one is stretching and it's by Mandy Morris. Um, she is like, um, you know, exercise trainer, whatever on YouTube. And she has a lot of really good videos. I like it that it doesn't have any instructions. You just follow it and it just makes a little ding when you need to move on to the next exercise. I love her stretching, like relaxation stretches, daily stretches that are like 10, 15 minutes. Love them. Okay. So this past month I have, since the new year started, I have decided to really shift my focus on my relationship with God. Like, what does he want me to do in my business? What does he want me to do in my life to draw closer to him and connect more with him and bring him into my business? Um, as like a COO, like work together as partners. And um, one of the things that I've been feeling really led is to shift my messaging to Christian moms. And if you've been listening to the last few episodes, you probably heard the episode uh, that I released recently about changes in my podcast. And that is podcast episode 100. You know, pretty easy to find. <laughs> but I feel like I've been just so led by God um, to shift my messaging to women who are faith based, just like I am. And um, my teaching, the way I teach to bring scripture in and um, Christian belief system and God, and not just, you know, use the practical aspect. There's definitely two things, you know, there's the practical aspect of being patient and implementing things and taking action, but there's also a spiritual aspect. And I want to bring God into my coaching. And, um, I just feel like a strong pull towards that direction. So that is a big shift I made in January. Um, my husband's dad visited us from Minnesota. So we, if you don't know, we recently moved half a year ago from Minnesota to Florida. If you want to, you can listen to my episode 67 and I will link it in the show notes. And it's all about our move from Minnesota to Florida and just kind of the transition that it's been for our family. But anyways, it is super nice right now in Florida. Literally yesterday was in the 80s. Today is also in the 80s. I went for a walk. I was sweating this morning and it's January 31st as I'm recording, like for real. So, um, but my father-in-law, he was visiting us and he brought a ton of candy for the kids it was right after christmas that he was visiting and oh my gosh my kids have been on sugar overload for like a month um we went to in december we went to like a christmas play at the russian church here local so kids normally get like a bag of candy there and then my father-in-law brought a bag of candy for each of the kids from minnesota and then my mom shipped another bag of candy that they got like from church that they would buy so then they could give it to their grand anyways a ton of sugar like complete sugar overload my kids are just going wild so if you know for you if it was only during christmas time um for me it's been the whole month of january 
you know, last month and a half. It's been a little crazy with kids and all the sugar. So, <laughs> and I don't like giving them sugar. I hate it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, grandparents brought it and this is their way to express love. And, but we just do a little bit every day. They don't get to just eat how much ever they want. Okay. So another big thing that happened for me in January, I decided to leave social media. I felt super led and pulled by God to leave social media. Um, Part of it is because I've listened to some other Christian um, women who run businesses without social media. And it felt so freeing that like you can remove that presence and still grow your online business. I just felt like it had to be part of my business. And now I like decided that no, like it's just not serving me. It's draining me. And I record an episode 102. Um, it's right before this one. I'm sure you can listen to it. It's um, why I left. It, there was multiple things, but really the biggest thing is it was stealing my time. It was, I was comparing myself with other people. It made me demotivated, discouraged. I just got sucked into like scrolling on my phone and then I was not using my time wisely and I felt convicted about it that I could be using my time wisely. It's okay to relax and like chill sometimes for sure, but like I felt like it was not adding value to my life. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay, I wanted to share with you a funny story. So my husband took the boys to the gas station to grab something and they all wanted one thing and he's like, okay, fine. And so my youngest son, who's five and a half, he picked this toy and um and I guess like the line was long and so by the time they got to the register the toy rings up and it's like 10 bucks and my husband didn't think it was going to be 10 dollars but the line was so long he's like okay whatever just like you know get it and it's like this it was a dinosaur in an egg and then the dinosaur was broken down into multiple different pieces like the legs and then the tail you could break off and then the head you could break off and then you connect them all to put it together well anyways they get in the car and my five-year-old decides that he doesn't want the rest of the dinosaur he literally just wants the head of the dinosaur that's it this little plastic head the size of a quarter he just wants the head of the dinosaur and my husband's like, seriously, I just bought you a toy for $10. You just want the head? It's absolutely ridiculous. But you know, oh, logic of a five-year-old kid, like for real, like, you know, it is what it is. Um, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> um, I had two of my kids who had birthdays in January. I had a middle son who turned eight and an oldest who turned 11 Oh my gosh, I can't believe how much time is flying. Just absolutely flying. It seems like there's this phrase that I've heard many times before, and it's like, the days are long, but the years are short. And I'm like, totally relate with that. I cannot believe, I feel like I blinked and my oldest is 11. It's like, where did that time has gone? He has nine years with us if he chooses to live with us till 18, like for real, that's insane. Time just flies. It's like I only have nine years to pour into him. I'm just so grateful that we have a good relationship with all of our kids. I'm sure part of it is the grace of God and my 
modeling from our parents um, my mom was really good with like connecting with us and also like um, I learned so much in the last few years on my own journey like what needs to be done in order to connect with your children and like the emotional connection for it to be feel like a safe relationship and a lot of the stuff is that I teach you here it starts with you it starts with you to um learn that emotional regulation because you can't connect with someone when you're saying hurtful things right when you're so mad and you're so angry it happens when you decide to be vulnerable and you open up about your feelings and you're willing to listen to the other person and connect with them when they are struggling instead of telling your child to stop screaming and yelling you take them aside and you say hey i'm here for you tell me what's going on what's bothering you that's how you create that connection safe relationship with them and instead of trying to talk them out of it you're like i see you that is really hard i bet that was really hard when your brother like hurt you and you really wanted to hurt him back just validating helping them feel seen and heard and then you know point them back to god and i know it's really hard to be you know nice to them and you really want to be mean and hurt them back you know jesus calls us to be kind to one another and just kind of point them back to god that's definitely an area of my life where i feel like i am growing and just pointing my kids back to Jesus that is something that I really really want to do because I feel like gentle parenting has a lot of great sides of it but it also sometimes feels like our kids have an excuse to get away with their behavior and I I don't want to excuse my kids behavior what they do is sometimes hurtful and damaging and I need to teach them how to take ownership of that and point them back to God and what and Jesus calls us to do, which is oftentimes the hard thing. It's the right thing, but it's the hard thing. Um, so for my son's birthday, for my middle one, we went to a skate, skate place where we roller skated. And that was super, super fun. For my oldest, we went to a trampoline park. The kids loved it. They had a great time. Um, what else? Um, I, this past week, last week, I lost my car keys. I lost my, oh my gosh, this was absolutely ridiculous. I lost my car keys. Went to a park with the kids, um, came back, got in the house, brought all the things in, and literally in the evening, I'm like, oh, I should probably lock my car. I don't remember locking my car. Looking for the keys, cannot find them anywhere. Not in the house, not in my purse not in the car, literally looked everywhere. The next morning, could not find the keys. Asked my neighbor to borrow her car to drop off the kids at school. Dropped them off, came home, looked for the keys for hours. Like literally, and I'm praying. I'm also praying like, God, can you help me find the keys? Like legit, I don't want to pay $200 to get new keys because it's more than $200 really. Like it's, uh, it's just like another thing. You're like, and then I find my keys and then like, what then, right? I know they're here because I got home with the car, you know, I drove my car, they, I looked through the trash, you know, dug through it, maybe my little one threw it in there or something like that, could not find the keys, had to borrow a neighbor's car again to go, um, you know, 
pick up my kids from school, came home. Again, everybody's looking for the keys. Nobody can find it. It was ridiculous. Hours and hours and hours. My husband already called somebody, scheduled for someone to come the following day to come and, you know, make a new lock or whatever, make a new key. And it was so frustrating. I remember feeling so frustrated. I'm like, God, come on. I was like driving my husband's car and I was getting, I was screaming and I'm like, God, seriously, it's so easy for you to like make the, show me where the keys are. Why are you making this so difficult? Like I was just absolutely screaming to him in the car. I was bawling and screaming out loud. And then I get home and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll be using my husband's car the next morning because he's going to get picked up for work. And I need to probably transfer the car seat, you know, the booster seat from whatever, the car seat for my daughter who's 18 months old from my van to his car. And so I unstrap the car seat And little do you know, there's like a plastic pocket, I guess, a container looking space in the car seat on the bottom of it that right in like where, you know, the feet meet uh, because it was against the seat. And then I unstrapped it because she was rear facing. And like, I guess the keys slid right in there. Like I must have put the keys on her car seat right where her car seat ends and meets the seat of the car and maybe when I was taking her out maybe I like pushed the car seat a little bit more and it made a crack and the keys slid right in there and like unless you unstrap the car seat you cannot see that the keys are in there in that little pocket um, like a plastic pocket type of thing anyways I found the keys and it happened before that guy was supposed to come and create a new lock or a new key for our car but I was just so grateful I'm like god Thank you so much. I was filled with gratitude. Thank you for answering our prayer. Don't know why you decided to take that long, but you know what? So relieved that did not could save, like I say, you know, 200 some dollars. Um, you know, it's just like it, it would have been silly because then I would have found the key and then then it's useless because we already have a new key and or a new lock. I'm not sure how it works, but Anyways, so thankful. That was like a big thing that was causing so much frustration for me. And it's like I was frustrated with the kids. Here's here's a kicker. I was frustrated with the kids. They felt a lot more triggering to me. They were triggering me a lot more that day I was looking for the keys. When I picked them up from school and them in the morning tried to drop them off, And it's not because they were being different than normal. They were just being kids. But because I was internally struggling and I was in a bad place. I was struggling. I was frustrated. I was out of control. I felt like the situation was out of control. I was struggling and I was projecting my frustration on the kids. And I would raise my voice with them and feel super irritated with them. But it wasn't them. It wasn't about them. It was about me and what was going on with me internally. I was frustrated about this situation. So this is something I want you to remember that oftentimes when we are frustrated with our kids, it's not even about them or their behavior at all. And it's actually about you and what you're dealing with. Oftentimes it's we are internally struggling. I remember repeating this phrase to myself. It's like a mantra I repeat to myself when things feel hard. This is what it is right now. I don't like it and I'll get through it. 
this is what it is right now. I don't like it and I'll get through it. It's just so frustrating. God, this is so frustrating. Please help me get through this. This is so hard. So I'm like validating that this is challenging and I'm asking God for support. And I'm also like supporting myself, telling myself I'll get through it, even though that is hard and challenging. Um, so anyways, that is my key story. So thank you for listening to that. If you're still here, um, what is another thing? I went to Podfest. It's I won a free ticket with a um through like a where I host my plat my podcast, the platform I hosted from. I won a free ticket to go to Podfest and it was hosted in Orlando, so a couple hours away from where I live, and I met up with another gal that also has a podcast and she also won a free ticket and so we uh carpooled there and it was really um cool to just kind of like meet more people who are all podcasters and build a little a little bit of connections and learn new things that i can do to better and grow my show and it was just helpful and it was nice to kind of get out for a day my husband was home with four kids he was really grateful when i got home he kept <laughs> he kept texting me he's like when are you coming home um because you want it or not but being home with four little ones all day it's hard it's hard for you as a mom it's hard for your spouse it's just hard so i think he was a little bit more grateful for all the things that i do he's already grateful but i think he was more grateful okay and another thing i wanted to mention to you that there's a book that i started reading it is called god does his best work with empty and it's by nancy country and i have been really liking this book i got it at church as a gift from a women's conference and I really like it because in that first chapter, she talks about how God does sometimes doesn't give us what we want so he can give us what we need, which is him. He sometimes doesn't give us our desires. So then it's not because our desires are bad, but it's because he wants to give us what we truly need, which is him. And I really, really resonate with that. And, um, and I've been praying, I'm like, God, show me, you help me get to know you better and deeper. And instead of focusing my thoughts on the things that I desire, I'm asking God to change my craving for him and to get to know him better um, and build my relationship with him that way. So this is my 20 minutes of literally sharing with you things that have happened to me in the last month, um, my experiences, a little insight into my life. I don't know if this was helpful or not. You know what? I'd like to hear your feedback. Do you enjoy an episode like this? If yes, I will make them every month. If no, just let me know and I will be like, no, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I'll just focus back on my regular content. Either way, if you don't know this, in the show notes, if you scroll down, there's a button that says support the show. You can actually support the show for a small, small monthly donation and it starts with just $3 a month. So if you want to support me, I would be so happy and excited and I will send you a thank you email with some gift when you sign up. So Anyways, I am so happy that you got to be here 
And if you are looking for support, you're struggling with feeling super frustrated, overwhelmed with your kids, you're lashing out in anger and things feel so heavy for you, mama, in the show notes, there's a link to book a 45-minute session with me. We can chat about things that are feeling heavy and overwhelming. I'll give you some guidance and support and you can even add on an extra week of Voxer coaching. It's a walkie-talkie app where I coach you through um, more questions that you have have keep you accountable if there's some actionable steps that we talked about you taking and i'm just there to support you so if this is something that you need and you're interested in don't hesitate to reach out i'll be more than happy to connect with you and i will see you next time hi friend Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.